0: Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why, well, why not? And today's what is going to be from a forum, and that forum is known as survivalistboards.com. Now, survivalistboards.com is, as you might imagine, a forum for people who are preparing for the fall of society. Now, this can happen in a lot of different ways. It could be a nuclear war. It could be just general food rioting uh, or some sort of political schism in the country, some sort of false flag events or whatever where you know people try to grab our liberties. And These people are ready, one, to defend their property, two, to outlast whatever problems come, and three, keep their guns, I guess. I'm not sure. So that's what I'll be reading from. The forum's at survivalistboards.com. And we're going to jump right in. And the first thread that we'll read from is in the Survivalist Forum, Subforum, Survival and Preparedness Forum, Subforum, Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical, brackets NBC, Survival. In a thread started by Fresh, entitled, How Long After a Nuke Would You Emerge? And it goes like this. Assuming you had a safe bunker to go to 100 miles from a big city, full-on nuclear war had occurred, hundreds of millions dead, maybe even over a billion Everywhere is coated in radiation. You have enough food and water, etc., to survive for as long as you wish. When would you resurface to scout or try to help rebuild civilization? And Bob Smith adds, There is no way to answer this. Are you upwind or downwind of targets? How many nukes were hit? What type of nukes? Were they salted with cobalt? Was it a ground burst or high altitude? Any reasonable answer that is other than a number simply pulled from one's ass would vary, probably by more than one order of magnitude given answers to these questions. And TACMED writes, "'Do you have a monitor for radiation? What have the wind patterns been since the bombs dropped?' There are so many variables to consider when trying to answer this. But in all, I would consider at least a month and see what the levels are by then. That would still need rainfall and wind patterns taken into consideration first. But to give an exact time to resurface would be impossible without more information. And fresh ads. In a true survival situation, you would only have an idea if your BOL is down or upwind. You would have no idea how many had hit. No idea which types hit. I'm asking as you will not know. You should have a rough timescale planned out. Good luck finding out how many nukes it hit. That's why I'm asking. And Convoy669 writes... Hate to tell you, but in a full nuclear war where most of the world has become uninhabitable, would stay that way for a minimum of 50 years up to 10,000 years depending on trade winds slash how far away you were from any detonation. This is one of the reasons why I don't prep for nuclear disaster, since you can only keep supplies for so long, including batteries, and when those go, you're still screwed. I should also say that I am nowhere near a nuclear power plant. And Bob Smith adds, Even in a total war, there is likely to be some comms afterwards. If nothing else, you can gauge these factors by having some simple radiation monitoring equipment on hand. And Bob Smith adds again, During the Cold War, the U.S. and USSR tested nearly 1,000 nukes in the atmosphere, on land, brackets, the surface, or underwater. Was Earth uninhabitable for the last 10,000 years and someone forgot to tell me? And Fresh adds, In a real nuclear war, nuclear blasts will knock out shitloads of electronics. Plus, I think a few nukes will be detonated out in space, knocking out a lot or the satellites. I'm not sure many forms of communication will remain, and those which do will more likely be military. However, I'm just poking around to see how long people would likely stay hidden for. And Bob Smith replies, Something like 20% of civilian EAS transmitters are EMP hardened, not to mention ham. I think there would be more communication than you suspect. I know you are still fishing for an answer. I'm only going to argue any answer you get is really meaningless unless you want to specify specific parameters. And Slick Nick N responds to the original post by saying, Right around where I got born with all of the porn I had saved before the nuclear launch. And four users think that is a useful post. And GG42 writes, First of all, who is going to nuke us and with what? The nuclear arsenals today are but pale shadows of what they were 30 years ago. Some nukes may be nasty and some may be wildly off course. In OP scenario, he is dead. And Grinnen Barrett writes, If you have any mind left at all, you will remain in shelter for at least two weeks before venturing out. Of course, that does not account for those of us who have livestock to tend to. Having good barns as shelter for you livestock means a lot. Also, as mentioned in posts above, the fallout pattern is going to dictate a lot of what you do. If you are 100 miles from the impact zone, you're going to be one lucky individual from launch to warning and impact of a nuke from the sea-based platform, you are talking about less than 30 minutes. If you are 100 miles away, you will see the blast clouds rise up in the sky, but it should be some time before you feel the secondary winds from the blast if you do at all. A lot will depend on the number of nukes and, more importantly, the size of the nukes and at what altitude the exploded. A ground impact explosion will result in a lot more fallout debris than one exploding in the air. There are also many factors you will really have to play it by ear. For one thing, a remote meter to measure radiation is going to be necessary. Also, be sure the meter is calibrated and certified. Buy from a dealer you know. Saying the unit works is not enough. If it's an all-out nuclear attack, the only thing I can say is good luck. And Fenrell adds, attacks may be ongoing rather than all in the same day. At a minimum, I would stay underground for two weeks before even thinking of emerging to check radiation levels. If the shelter is in a particularly hot spot due to winds depositing more than the average fallout there, or you're downwind of a formerly operational nuclear plant, you would be looking at several months minimum. In either case, the rest of your life is likely to be nasty, brutish, and short once you are forced to emerge due to lack of food and water. And Big Andy 1966 writes, Realistically, why would you even want to survive an all-out nuclear war? I would pop open some good booze, put on my sunshades, get out my lawn chair, and watch the world burn until my eyeballs fell out. Say goodnight, Gracie. And we'll move from that thread to another thread in the Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical NBC Survival subform entitled North Korean EMP Attack on the Horizon by Levant. And it goes like this. We all heard about the North Korean satellite launch last month, but I don't see where implications have been discussed here. There is a serious threat of such an attack. Our weakness in letting them fire any airborne object that even has the potential to leave their airspace has set us up for doom any day now. And there is a link to a story from the Washington Times, which I believe is an opinion piece, entitled, North Korea EMP attack could destroy U.S. Now, Obama must take immediate action. Yes, most most news pieces do not have direct call-outs to the president. All right. And Nate TX writes, First of all, I don't think they are that crazy. Brackets, like they like being alive to enjoy their little perks. Second, assuming they have the tech, they have the know-how, they have to know that they cannot do anything but really annoy the U.S. I personally don't worry too much about nuclear EMP for several reasons. One, it would take many carefully placed devices to blanket the entire U.S. This is because there is a well-understood relationship between burst height and strength of electrical field produced. Also, the intensity of the electrical field decreases as a square of the distance. Two, some military hardware is still rad-hardened and slash or protected. Three, for the sake of argument, if someone did accomplish number one, there are still U.S. ballistic subs and various armed naval ships around the world. They would get the word and flatten the offending countries. Remember, Ballistic subs were one of the major deterrents in the Cold War. They made it practically impossible to wipe out a country without retaliation. In practice, you can probably count the number of countries with the tech to do number one on one hand, and North Korea certainly doesn't make the list. Hopefully, the countries with the capabilities are not headed by suicidal madmen. Brackets, no promises there. There is a lot of EMP research online. The wiki page is pretty good, if I remember correctly. And Sydney Mum writes, I have also been surprised by the lack of concern about North Korea and their quote-unquote satellite on these boards. If North Korea did use a single EMP on the U.S. and take out a state or two, considering that U.S. would recover quite quickly, would Obama seriously authorize the destruction of millions of innocent North Koreans? It could be a risk North Korean leadership would take to become an even bigger bully in the neighborhood. And Borsche Dork George writes, If N.K. did do anything, China would see that N.K. no longer existed as a nation-state within a few minutes. And Ten Bears adds, even North Korea is not suicidal. We would annihilate them in minutes and they know it. This is not a credible threat, but rather nonsense. And Uncle Bob writes, I find it funny that many think it can't happen. The missiles tested so far have proved their delivery capability. Their nuclear weapon test had a weak signature and it first was declared a failure by experts. However, some are now saying the weapon's signature would be correct for a enhanced 4-EMP effect nuclear bomb. And Rascals adds, if they tried, I foresee... Hello, what's up? Hi, um, I was wondering if I could get a cord for the projector for CBIT. And Rascals adds, if they tried, I foresee a big glass parking lot. And R. Lee writes, I wouldn't be so short-sighted to think that this administration wouldn't allow such a thing if you remember Pearl meaning Pearl Harbor. It would serve everything those backing Obama want. Go back to the 9 11 event, and you see, without much work, the fact that men were put in place to make it happen and then alter the information to support the situation, making Al Qaeda look as though they operated alone. Our government put Saddam in power to begin with. Don't be so gullible to think things aren't being manipulated. Simply knowing the history of how our government works made me realize it was an inside job, much like the rash of shootings recently. Coincidentally, out of the blue, within just a few months, are going down and with a lot of false info handed to the public. Sandy Hook, there were people outside and one actually apparently a cop and it just so happened that a rifle is found in the kid's car but the media was fed a lie. Dollars to donuts, the rifle is a plant and the kid is primed for the job by someone. The same with Colorado. According to witnesses, the shooter was signaling to a second party. There are maneuvers using mentally challenged people to carry out this stuff. It's not really that hard to do. Maneuvering is nothing new for this government, and the price of lives is not one of their concerns. Control is a concern, and as long as many Americans hold onto their guns, the government is not going to act unless they can create a situation that cripples them. If the Democrats cared about babies and children, a word that is blacked out with asterisks, would never have been an issue today. If people cared about being responsible for themselves, welfare would not be an issue today. If people took responsibility for their own security and grew up with firearms, there would be no ignorance in handling. Violent crime would be at a minimum. If lawyers paid co for laws caught being abused and criminals could not plea bargain and illegals were jailed the same as Americans are jailed in their countries, things would be very different. If government and police had no immunity to the laws of the land, their behavior would be very different. To ask a criminally based government to support the Constitution is foolish. And to expect. Yep, what's up? Thank you. Sure. Oh boy. All right, where am I? Oh yeah. To ask a criminally based government to support the Constitution is foolish. And to expect them to betray the people is predictable. Obama seems to like the idea he is not really an American at heart by his action. (laughs) So, what do you expect out of North Korea? Why should they respect us if we don't respect us? And Prepping adds, The North Koreans are cannibalizing their children. They're suffering from a famine. Hardly the time for them to launch anything unless it's distractions. And Levant adds, That's exactly the time. China won't stop them. China has had plenty of opportunity to stop their nuclear ambitions and has refused and has stood in our way with their own threats of retaliation against us. Neither Obama nor Bush would have responded with nukes. It doesn't matter whether or not they can blanket the whole USA. If they blanket Chicago or NYC, either one, they collapse our way of life. We would rebuild, but it would take decades. Look at New Orleans. Seven years on and it's still a huge disaster zone in much of the area. As for motive... They have a huge motive. They want us neutralized and unwilling to respond when they nuke South Korea. Or at the very least, swarm in with ground troops. The U.S. US stands between their leader and what he believes is his birthright. The attack is coming. Probably timed with the attack from Iran against Israel. Which do you think has more value to China? The few hundred billion we owe them? Or to own the United States altogether? Jesus, this is ridiculous. Anyway. And HaHa49 writes, Okay. Let's look at it this way. 9-11 happened to some man who the U.S. train attacked them. He was from a very wealthy family. Then the U.S. invaded Afghanistan. They then left and attacked Iraq, which had nothing to do with for weapons of mass destruction, brackets he was trying to get away from the U.S. money and oil. They then built a pipeline through Afghanistan and Iraq to get to the sea. Then they built a pipeline through Afghanistan and Iraq to get to the sea. Libya started uprising. The U.S. put an order out to all military suppliers requesting 75,000 Russian M57 motors and 150,000 rounds for them to supply to the rebels. I worked for a supplier. That's how I know. They shipped 5,000 motors and 10,000 rounds out of that order to the largest U.S. military base in the U.K. They then loaded on a plane and airdropped it into Syria. Brackets. Gadfly was already dead brackets, he tried to sell oil in other currencies beside the dollar. They then supplied the motors and rounds to the Syrian rebels who happened to be Al-Qaeda, but because it's a different branch, it's not the same thing apparently, who requested the order of the arms, the general of that very same base. He was the one that gave the orders and placed an order, a very high-ranking general. I won't give out his name, but I have copies of the paperwork that they supply. Why does the U.S. buy arms? It's simple, because the other countries have to get an end-user certificate that states why they buy and why they buy where the U.S., Russia, and China are exempt from that requirement. Other countries that aren't part of the UN don't have to follow the same rules. They just tell them to pound sand and this is where they're getting the arms since the fall of the Soviet Union. Lots of arms have been sitting in warehouse doing nothing. Now you might wonder what is the cost of those M57 motor it is around 10 bucks. The company will sell them to US for 50 each. The rounds are cheap as well. Oh, I, don't know, I can't even read it. I'm not going to finish this. It's so stupid. Anyway, ridiculous. And that thread ends with a nonsensical rant. Moving on. We'll move from that thread to the Survivalist Forum Subforum General Discussion section, Subforum General Discussion, in a thread entitled, People Are Sheep, by VIP member Mowgli. And it goes like this. First off, let me express that I hope this is not a quote-unquote thread in bad taste. I just had a conversation with an old friend, and she asked what I'm doing these days. I said working towards defending our Constitution. I mentioned the soda in New York, and she said that didn't affect her. I mentioned making cigs a controlled substance in OK, and she said that's great since no one should smoke anyway. I mentioned the second, and she feels dangerous guns should be "quote unquote" off the streets. I mentioned NDAA, and she said terrorists should be in jail even if it's without "quote unquote" due process. I asked which rights she wanted to keep, and she said she doesn't really feel like any of her rights are in danger. The conversation had become cold and ended shortly on a different subject. You can't push the idea of "quote unquote" freedom into a sheep until it's on the butcher block with a knife at its throat and then it's too late. Frowny face emoticon. And Wild One replies, I envy her actually. Ignorance is bliss, and I have learned that many times over. But sadly, I am a control freak, and of course, knowledge is power. The vexing duality of mankind, indeed. And Mississippi 54 writes, you can only wake so many up. Be careful who you try it on. Some could cause potential issues as we get closer to whatever is coming. When it is here, you can scoff at them and turn away because you already offered to help. At least you are trying. I quit after the election. You can't fix stupid. And concerned citizen ads. That is too bad that your friend is so blind and slash or holds the opinions that are opposite of yours. I find it difficult to have conversations with sheeple. They will be the ones in jeopardy when the SHTF, which is of course, shit hits the fan, as they are ill-prepared. It's also frustrating that we have to pick up their weight slash slack when we make the choice to defend what we believe in and they just latch on like parasites and get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. Don't let it discourage you for even a nanosecond. Continue on with what you believe in doing and Woods Walker ads. Unfortunately, your friend reflects the views and attitudes of most of the people in the country today, or at least 51% of them. All they know is what the mainstream media wants them to know. They are being brainwashed, and they don't even know it. They are being told it's all for their own good, and they believe it. They have no idea that their kids are being indoctrinated and brainwashed. They are the low-information voters. An Alter Boy writes, I understand. I was talking to a buddy the other night, and when I reminded him he needs stores of food in his pantry, he said, quote-unquote, but if there was no power, how would you cook it? I wanted to yell slash hang up slash cry. You name it. And N.C. Doberman writes, I've slowly come to this realization in the last few years. We have actually hit a point where the majority of people in this country don't care or even know about the Constitution, Bill of Rights, or the principles of freedom and liberty that this country was founded on. They aren't even aware that they are losing them and slash or don't care as long as they have whatever distraction they use to occupy their time. And Full Metal Jacket ads. I actually agree with everything she said except the 2A part. If you get in bed with terrorists, I think you automatically forfeit your rights as a citizen. Yes, I know that the Constitution says, but when the document was written, there was no planes and skyscrapers in existence yet. Brackets, no dirty bombs that can kill millions of people either. 40-ounce sodas are just freaking ridiculous. Take a second to go back up there and get a refill. Smoking kills a ton of people, and it's really, really hard to quit. So if the government can help people quit, that's awesome. And Wild One adds, 100% with you. I think the things she rattled off have some validity, but not fully thought out in reply. Kind of like the whole gun grab thing. Right idea, brackets, reduce criminals owning guns, but not a fully developed plan by far. Big soft drinks and smoking need to be gone. I know it is a choice and Americans love to stand firm on those, but a reality check is in order if you value your health even a tiny bit. And Mike S. adds, Your friend has the IQ of a doorknob. And since she has such an ignorant, hands-off approach to reality and inalienable constitutional rights, she shouldn't be deemed competent to express an opinion one way or the other, let alone vote or carry the responsibility and duty of owning a gun. There, problem solved. And Mowgli replies to Wild One and Full Metal Jacket about their feelings about soda and cigarettes by saying, This is where we differ. It's none of the government business what I put in my body, whether it's good for me or not. I own my body. If you need to depend on government to tell you what you should and shouldn't put in your body, I don't have a problem with that. But don't presume that I need or want the same dependency from cradle to grave through tyranny. In the 21st century, government is the number one killer of humans. Why the heck would I want them controlling my personal business? Confused emoticon. And Full Metal Jacket replies, Well, I think you're wrong. With a gen population of over 30 million, we have to start paying attention to what people do to themselves since our tax dollars are being wasted by the dollar sign billions dollar sign every year trying to keep obese, diabetic, lung cancer patients alive. We would be better served if these people didn't end up in their individual conditions in the first place. You might have great willpower to quote unquote just say no, but sadly it seems the majority of that three million simply can't quit overeating and smoking. It's costing us in more ways than one. I thought the the number one killer of humans was cancer or car crashes or something like that. We've been at war for almost the entire 21st century. So I think if we're leading in this category, it is likely because we're laying waste to our enemies. What do I know? And Smellyfoot adds, I was a sheep up until about five years ago. I used to be one of these bleeding hearts that thought the government was doing its job by overreaching. I am so very glad that I began questioning things and researching topics on my own. What really turned me was having a few conversations, brackets, intense arguments with some of my more conservative friends. After losing all of the arguments and realizing how dumb I sounded, brackets, I have an MS degree, by the way, so I'm not uneducated, I opened my eyes and stopped being blind. I commend you on your efforts to sway people towards the truth. We must remember that those who would try to infringe upon our rights are often riddled with emotional arguments. We must remember at all times to use logic and reason over emotion. Keep a level head and let the facts do the talking. We lose credibility when we are dragged into arguments based on emotional rhetoric. Keep up the good fight and we will all continue to do the same. And that argument goes on for six pages with a lot of people quoting things back and forth to each other. We'll move from there to Survivalist Forum, General Discussion Subforum, Subforum Controversial News and Alternative Politics in a thread started by Spedman, which he entitled, Those Living in New York, Get Ready to be Violated and it goes like this. Police in New York are about to use the device used by the military to scan for weapons. It could be mounted on the police vehicle. It will randomly scan every person around to detect weapons. Basically, they have thrown out the U.S. Constitution. Apparently, what they forget, it is illegal to search a person without a justifiable cause or consent. What bothers me a bit more is, who knows what they will be exposing us all to? What are the side effects? I guess the first guinea pigs will be those living in New York. Expect this in your neighborhood soon. Angry Face Emoticon. And Dark Matter adds, Okay, reason number 247, not to go to New York. And Swampwood asks, When will their insanity stop? Makes you wonder about the people that can live like that. And Grotius writes, New York is Yorkistan, they've thrown reason out the window. But you know what? People get the government they tolerate. The reason the mayor of New Yorkistan can push through outrageous incursions against their liberty is that the electorate allow it to happen. Otherwise, New York politicians would only do that at the risk of losing their positions. If the citizens of New Yorkistan decide they will no longer tolerate this type of illegal and Orwellian government surveillance, they will put a stop to it. Another way to say it is that people get the government they allow. And escape rights. Many liberal types do care about their civil liberties, and there are lots of New Yorkers that don't like the EU-like gun restrictions. The criminals still get their guns and kill, regardless of Mula Mike. <laughs> the criminals still get their guns and kill, regardless of Mula Mike Gun Grabberg's policy. He's trying to turn the place into a full-fledged playground for the rich sheeple. And Jinxed247 writes. Man, I hate living in this state. If it weren't for my wife and kids, my butt would be back out west in a heartbeat. This has got to be one of the most aggravating states that I have ever lived in. Their laws make no sense, and even though I live way out in the country, we still have to pay for the dummies that live in NYC. They need a serious reality check. Maybe this solar storm will provide them with one. (laughs) Solar storm. And Lost in America writes, Reminds me of the scene in Total Recall when they walked through a scanner and it found Arnold's gun. We are li- <laughs> we are in the middle of an Orwellian nightmare. And 00000111111000000 writes, I've read a little into this already. I'm not sure it's as bad as it seems. As of now, the technology this device uses has pretty limited range. And the ACLU has serious issues with it. I doubt this machine will have much of a service life. And Lost in America adds, Even if you are correct and everything is limited, the technology will get better and it will be replaced by a more invasive device. The ACLU may have concerns, but they will do nothing. They will be too busy representing an offended atheist or suing a Boy Scout. And W. Sierra writes, Countermeasures. carry is thin... Carry a thin stamped steel pistol look-alike silhouette in your pocket or purse, or a firearm-shaped belt buckle or necklace. Stick one in your boot or sock. Easily done and cheap. Remember these pistol-shaped cigarette lighters? Kids' cap pistols? Shove one in your pocket. Go on the offensive. Test the system. Or roll over. And Duke Nukem writes, Those I Heart NY shirts are one of the worst ways to waste the dollar. I don't even live in NYC, but I hate this state. Plus, all our taxes go to that (laughs) hellhole. And Papa Joe's Cochise writes, been saying for years that this would be a pretty good state if we could only amputate that tumor that is NYC. And Bob Smith adds, did you even read your own link? The technology doesn't even exist yet. They think they can make it work, but it's still in development. That's a pretty long ways away from, quote-unquote, are about to start mounting scanners in police cars. And Spedman writes, Do you actually believe everything you read? They aren't going to admit that it's operational. (laughs) Open your eyes and you will start to notice vehicle roaming the cities with weird attachments mounted on them. Some are disguised as UPS vehicles, phone company vehicles, and so on. Not everything is what it appears to be. And Carnus adds, Have foil gun-shaped cutouts sewn into all your clothing. Have enough people do this and they'll get the idea. And the three boy writes, get your foiled lined helmets, kids. This is going to be a bumpy ride. Add this to the unconstitutional gun laws that just passed somehow, and we have the first ingredients to a small-scale revolution, or coopy. And we'll go from there for the Survivalist Forum subforum, General Discussion section subforum, Controversial News and Alternative Politics, in a thread started by Patriot M, entitled, Official Thread. Sandy Hook, Unanswered Questions. And it goes like this. CT Shooting Conspiracy Thread. It appears to me that the scenario that so many have been expecting has occurred. A false flag, brackets, the school shooting in Connecticut has occurred which will be used as an excuse for gun confiscation. Gun confiscation will lead to civil war as the 3% refuse to turn in their guns. What makes this school shooting different than other mass shootings? One, it happened at an elementary school, which makes it more sensational. Two, the socialist-in-chief does not face another re-election. Three, the socialist-in-chief immediately came out for gun control. Four, the socialist-in-chief faked a tearful press conference. Brackets, he wasn't tearful when he allowed our ambassador and service members to be slaughtered in Benghazi. Obama is a great deceiver. Just like Hitler, and he's got <laughs> and he's got to get the guns if he's going to achieve this socialist slash globalist agenda. Five, the socialist media immediately came out for gun control. Many people knew the scenario was going to happen, which is why guns are being sold at unprecedented rates and many calibers of ammunition are sold out nationwide. And Postert adds, I don't believe for one second that you are wrong. You call this exactly as how it will go down. Perfectly. Thank you for posting this. You must have read my mind. And Creek Walker writes, well, one could argue whether or not it was a false flag, but as they say, never let a good crisis go to waste. The Supreme Court has already ruled that the Second Amendment preserves our right to bear arms. However, they have also said that they could be regulated. Look for new federal laws that will basically, through regulation, prohibit the average American from gun ownership. And Dude Man 351 writes I then foresee a lot of Americans becoming criminals. And Mr. Morden writes, I think you are misusing the term, quote-unquote, false flag. There's no evidence that this event was staged in any way to highlight gun violence for the purposes of gun confiscation. However, I do believe the administration has been waiting for such an event to happen for that very purpose. And Patriot M replies, Two points. One, it wouldn't be a very good false flag if there was immediately evidence of the crime. Two, it's been less than one day since the incident. Let's give it a little time. And Illini Warrior adds, I just hate to think that someone in this world is so freaking evil and cruel to use children as a sacrifice to achieve their goals. I think we have such a coven. I'm finding it extremely suspicious that these 20-something guys are coming out of the woodwork to commit these crimes. Not armed with a hunting rifle, shotgun, or even a pistol, but an assault rifle they mysteriously quote-unquote stole and no one ever lives to tell the tale. I don't think anyone doubts that Fed agencies like the CIA have unlimited capabilities are we seeing some kind of brainwashing? Was the recent Portland mall shooting cut short? Was the total supposed to be 15, 20, 25 people? Was this Connecticut shooting supposed to be a coordinated and timed mass murders with Portland? Is the timing and occurrence at this holiday time of year just random chance or calculated as part of the attack? This type mass murder involving children is what Obammy needs for his ultimate EO, overriding the Second Amendment and possibly a martial and possibly a partial martial law to conduct weapon seizure. And Jay Leverin writes, I can't believe this was a false flag event, but I do think that the gun control freaks are going to capitalize on it to bring about gun control. After all, what could garner more sympathy than a class of 20 kindergarten kids blown away? I would have thought it was staged, but then the shooter offed himself. So how do you get an operative to do that? I think he was just a crazy guy who was off his meds and snapped. But I think gun control wackos are going to make hay out of this issue while they can. Working in mental health, what really scares me is how many people are on sad face emoticon, psychotropic meds, and what happens when they go off them. This is a prime example. Bugged out eyes emoticon, confused emoticon. And Recon 3 adds, so the question remains, is your line in the sand drawn? We as people keep moving our lines back every time they are crossed. Are we going to move this one? Are you ready? Recon 3. And Bobcat59 writes, If you really think the government staged this tragedy, I really think your tinfoil hat is on too tight. But I have no doubt that they knew something like this was bound to happen again before long and planned to take full advantage of it to further their anti-second A agenda. And Patriot M writes, The dictator-in-chief didn't have any problem at all allowing thousands of guns to walk into Mexico to, to kill untold numbers of people. That false flag was done to demonize the Second Amendment and achieve gun control. So why do you think the dictator-in-chief would have any apprehension at all at killing a few kids to achieve his objectives? And Illini Warrior adds, Unfortunately, most people have no idea who Obamie really is. They have no idea the utter cesspool scum he crawled through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They have no idea the utter cesspool scum he crawled through to get to the top. Chicago polls are capable of almost anything. Things that would be unthinkable to people in other parts of the country. Half the top candidates that are lining up to replace crooked-out Jesse Jackson Jr. as Illinois reps have criminal records. Everybody got introduced to Donnie Trotter by his recent gun incident. The guy that Jesse replaced wants his job back. He went to prison for molesting teenage girls and bank fraud. Since he's been out of prison, he's supporting himself running an international something-in-con game. And R. Lee writes, All these events recently stink of government... All these events recently stink of government manipulation the CIA is famous for. But how do we waken the public to this fraud? And The Fittest writes, People. Please go read the Second Amendment and then find a few trusted people smarter than yourself, brackets, if they exist, winking face emoticon, that have studied it and see what they say about it. I think you'll find it wasn't intended to be regulated, but rather it was intended to be protection from other quote-unquote regulations. The intention was that you could protect yourself from your governments if they tried to overpower you and take away your rights. Also in there was your right to band together with fellow Americans who believe the same way you do to tell your government, quote unquote, no. We should have been using this right the way it was intended since it was enacted. Unfortunately, we've been slowly letting it go little by little until it's completely gone. We are frogs in a pot and the water is getting hot. Snap out of it and realize you're getting burned. Jump out of the pot. When the Second Amendment was written, there was a balance of power between the citizen and the government. Musket versus musket. There is no longer a balance anywhere near that. Today's civil war could be something more like shotgun versus drone. The thing we have on our side is the American people. Many of them would part ways with their unruly government and join our side. Hopefully they would bring some weapons with them. The American people who are asleep at the wheel need to be woke up. This needs to be a peaceful process and needs to be done with words. Start talking to those around you and use knowledge and experience as a tool. Use examples as well, lastly, criminals are opportunistic predators. They will continue to attack vulnerable targets so let's make important targets less vulnerable. I'd say our kids are pretty stinking important targets and Bob Smith yep yeah. hey what's up? Uh, I'll check whether my I have an issue with uh, IP services. And Bob Smith adds, Patriot my ass. If you're going to claim that the United States government killed, brackets, or conspired in the killing of 20 kids to score political points, you best have some evidence to support such a claim. In absence of any evidence to support your claims, you, sir, are a fucking idiot. And Talon115 writes, I have no problem believing that our government would kill men, women, and children to further their own ends. They have done it many times before. Waco slash Ruby Ridge anyone? Whether or not that is the case here remains to be seen. And preacher boy adds. I think in context, when used the word government, I'm sure he didn't mean everyone in the entire government, brackets, both elected and employed, but some evil element within the government. So you don't think there's any malicious people in government on any level capable of killing some children or even people for their own gain? Ha! Killing for benefit happens on a daily basis. The quote-unquote recent killing of bin Laden was a conspiracy to score political points. Tell me it wasn't. If it wasn't, they should have captured him or questioned him. I'm sure he knew a lot. Then put him on trial like Saddam. Furthermore, children are sacrificed every week in other countries via drone strikes. The press never cries about that or for the people that died in Benghazi attacks. I won't definitively say this was a false flag, brackets, but I can't say it isn't either, but the administration certainly won't let this crisis go to waste. For some reason, this event is more sickening than others and seems terribly more twisted, and you will hear lies repeated so often they will be believed. And Patriot M replies to Bob Smith, Actually, there is a lot of circumstantial evidence to support the conclusion that this is a false flag. One, the dictator-in-chief has already used another false flag, brackets Fast and Furious, in an attempt to achieve the same goal of gun control. Two, the U.S. government has a long history of using mind control to set up false flags. You might want to research MK Ultra. Three, the U.S. government has a long history of using false flag events to further their politics, brackets, for example, the Gulf of Tonkin incident. there was a simultaneous and almost instantaneous brackets coordinated call for gun control among different leftist brackets socialist groups immediately following the shooting if it looks like a false flag and smells like a false flag it might be a false flag and bobcat59 writes Look, I can't stand Obama any more than the next guy, but jumping to the conclusion that this was orchestrated by him with absolutely no evidence is ridiculous and does nothing to help our credibility, just like the post on this board that started blaming Muslim terrorists right away. Nonsense. Sometimes, EPDF individuals do horrible things. It isn't always a government conspiracy. I happen to agree with your list of five statements quoted above. They are just statements of circumstance and certainly don't prove or even indicate in any way that the shooting was the deed of anyone other than the nutjob who pulled the trigger. I agree Obama is a socialist and a deceiver of the highest caliber. I believe he is the worst president we have ever seen, and if allowed to have his way, will ruin this country. I even believe, with the magnitude of the shooting, he at some level probably saw it as an even bigger opportunity than he might have had otherwise. But you have absolutely no evidence that he had any hand in the mass killing of those kids, and I think saying so is outrageous and irresponsible. Again, I have no doubt that Obama and his gun-grabbing kind will use this to the best of their ability to try to make huge gains in taking away our Second Amendment rights. I, too, am afraid they will make some ground with their effort, but I don't think it will lead to immediate gun confiscation or civil war, at least not anytime soon. I think more likely it may be another nail brackets, even a large spike in the coffin of our constitutional rights. And works for DHS rights. Much as I despise the American left, no way they do something this bad. Utilize after the fact, yes. Actually coordinate something like this? No. Another Reichstag fire wouldn't shock me with this bunch, but he won the election, so it's not needed. 2016, maybe. And Yahweh777 writes, Here is just one scenario. Black Ops shoot mother and head, tie up quote-unquote shooter, brackets Adam Lanza, and bring him, brackets against his will, to school. Black Ops break into school, drag quote-unquote into school, shoot adults and children, assassinate quote-unquote shooter, put gun in his hands, brackets for fingerprint matches, and leave scene. I think some helos coming, so better get going. Smiley Face Emoticon. Okay, well, I think that's enough of the survivalist boards, don't you? I'd barely even scratch the surface of this form. I will probably read from this place again. So, are you ready for when society crumbles? Or when there's a nuclear war? Yeah. There's a lot of very scared people in this world. And, a lot, you know, they, people have been saying that society's going to collapse and the world is nearing its end for a long time. Uh, luckily for us they have all been wrong. Certainly, there's always part of me that goes, oh, brother, society can't last much longer with this sort of stupidity going on. And yet, you know, people have existed in societies for thousands of years, and there's upheavals and stuff like that, but things seem pretty stable. Of course, I am a sheeple, so what are you going to do about that? Plus, I live in the tumor that is known as New York City, so I I got so much working against me already. I certainly have some friends who believe that uh, Obama is trying to take away our guns and um, all kinds of other nonsense. Uh, Just as they believe that Clinton was trying to take away their guns. But whatever, you can believe whatever you like. You have the right to be completely wrong. (laughs) If you so choose. Yeah, the nuclear war thing I thought was pretty funny. Just because, I mean, that was a concern I had in the 80s when I was growing up because I'm old. And there was actually, like, constant tension with the Soviet Union about having nuclear exchanges. But I think a full-out war game-style nuclear war is pretty far-fetched. Uh, as we know, the term from the 80s is mutual assured destruction. Or MAD, because nuclear war is MAD. I think it'd be highly unlikely. Maybe a rogue state. Surgical or dirty bombs or whatever. Sure, that's different than subs launching tubes and tubes and tubes and tubes of nukes into the sky, so... Highly unlikely. Yeah, the other things are also silly. But, whatever. I'm not going to... I'm done judging. I have... I was going to say I'm not going to judge, but I obviously did. (laughs) So, I'll just move on. What did you think? I hope you thought it was interesting. I had heard about people thinking the Sandy Hook shootings were a conspiracy, as well as the Colorado shooting shotgun movie theater shooter guy and the other people... Seems like a lot of trouble to go to, but there are definitely people who think that something's going on behind the scenes in the anti-gun world. I don't really see why, but what are you going to do? I just know that if I ever go hunting, I'm going to want an assault rifle uh, because I need to make sure that deer is not getting back up to come at me. I hope that you survived this episode of Lou Reeds. And now we'll move on. There is zero news. Zero post-podcast news this episode. Just, uh, you know, this, the usual. Please, if you listen to this, Go to iTunes, rate the show, subscribe to the different things. You already do it. You know, a thousand people download this podcast every, the first week that it comes out. But anyway, if you haven't, please, please review the show on iTunes. Um, review it wherever reviews can be made. And let me know if you want to have me on your podcast. I like to do that kind of stuff. Also, I'm rather witty and a charming fellow. I'm rocking kind of a ridiculous beard and mustache right now, which you may have noticed. Other than that, no new news. Um, I've received one photo of a magnet that I sent out of the six or seven magnets that I sent out. I'm hoping everyone has gotten their magnets and you're just trying to find the perfect photo to send of your magnet to me. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can take it with your crappy cell phone. I don't care if it's blurry or whatever. Other than that, I think we're going to just wrap it up because I recorded this for over 90 minutes with lots of interruptions. So that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for You, Survivalist Boards Forums. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.